Hello, and thank you for joining me, Danny Bate or from Simply Do It Here. Thank you for taking the time. I want to talk about this opportunity for a minute uh, so you can have a better understanding. So I want to break it down into a couple of things. So first of all, this video is going to talk about in a little bit more details on the mixed-use building in a suburb of Kansas City, okay? This is a two, it's almost completed building. Uh, it's a mixed use, which is five residential units or uh, like apartments and three office spaces on the bottom. So it's a two level building uh, with five residential units on the top and three offices on the lower level. Now, let me uh, talk about a couple of things here uh, so you understand more about this, this transaction, this opportunity. And I'm going to cover the following. I'm going to talk a little bit about the location, about the price, about the building and surrounding area, uh, who can buy it, you know, from on your end or how you can buy it, a little bit on financing. Um, then we're going to talk about the commercial space so we understand it a little better and the rental, the leasing plan. Okay, so let's tackle it. It may take a few good minutes. Let's tackle it, you know, one at a time. So first of all, the location is a suburb of Kansas City, and I was there on the ground. And there are videos, you know, here, uh, you know, on our uh, property page, uh, opportunity page, that you can see me going in and out, you know, uh, around there. October of 2021. So just about a month ago, I was there on the ground. I was able to walk with the builder, the grounds, and get a better understanding of the location and everything. Uh, so there's more details about the units, residential, commercial, the area you can you can go dive into, but I'm not going to dive into the details right here. I want to keep this more of a big picture. Um, the location within the suburb is a city um, that it's a little bit distance from the um, from the center. And according to the locals, there is a pattern of people, local people actually moving over there. And why are they moving there? Primarily because they feel that the typical suburb is getting to be crowded with traffic, crowded with people, crowded, whatever. So there is a there is a kind of an inner migration pattern inside the metro that people are moving over there. It's not far out. It still has the little kind of, you know, more of a country feel. It's not country, but there's a little more. You can tell why people want to have the spacious uh, um, area. So this is follow that, that trend. It's a good area. It's not far out, so that's not a problem. The building is located very, you know, very close to a central location. So it's kind of the first, you know, uh, um, location or lot beyond the commercial street, the commercial, you know, uh, zoning. So there's uh, uh, some commercial buildings and maybe a, a Taco Bell and some store very nearby, but this is the one lot in. So this will be uh, the one lot in the suburb residential. It's also mixed use, so it's exactly on that verge. And when I was standing in the residential units and was facing out, looking at the at the uh, um, at the little balconies they have. They have little balconies. I could see multiple houses, higher end type of houses. I mean, not luxury, but very nice, big lots. I think those were six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollar properties, and they were just, you know, you know, very close to this to this location, to this property. There's a nice pond, so the views from the from the residential units 
you know, the, the, it's kind of facing the neighborhood, which is kind of nice. It's actually very uh, aesthetic and very nice. So it's not seeing the, uh, the, the main road behind it. It's just looking onto the, uh, onto the community, which is actually a nice view with a pond. Yeah, you can see it in my video. Um, so, so there's nothing like this property in the area. That, first of all, the mixed use, I haven't seen any. Um, the high-end kind of uh, finishes of uh, you know, modern uh, residential units and the commercial units are also something that according to the builder, and this is why he decided to do something like this, the, um, the commercial units are not, they're not nothing that competing with something like this in the, in the local area. So that gives an opportunity for small businesses. And this could serve as a storefront but it's not really positioned as a storefront in a strip mall. It's more a little bit kind of uh, um, kind of behind or you know a little uh, further down from the com traditional commercial space. So it's not something someone who is requiring a main street kind of sign that they see. This is my office. This is probably a good fit for you know a broker uh, wants an you know real estate broker who wants an office, maybe a financial. Uh, um, uh, organization or tax organization or tax, you know, uh, store or uh, place, you know, kind of small businesses that are looking to have a modern way look, you know, in central location, very central location, uh, and they don't need and not require the storefront uh, on the main road. Um, what's interesting, what's nice about this building is that when you drive down to, you come and drive from the street to the building, you can kind of pull a little bit to the left and go up a little bit and you get to the lot, probably the parking lot is gonna be there and you access on the top, the residential units where you can actually continue further, a little bit further down to the right and drive into the parking lot of the, of the uh, uh, commercial unit. So it's kind of visually or geographically separated. You don't necessarily feel that you are in a mixed use building because they're kind of separated. You enter one from one side and the other from the other side. So it kind of helps to divide and conquer the two, uh, the two type of tenants. Um, this property is brand new. So I was there and they're still working on it and it should be completed according to the builder, uh, February of 2022. So we have about four months out until it's completed. Um, so we have time for it. Now, the pricing for this unit or building, building, it's eight units, five on the top residential, three commercial offices or um, office spaces on the bottom um, is one point, almost 1.8, 1.7 and change, $1.8 million. So this is something to, to be aware, but at 1.8 or 1.7 something, you get the building and the big lot this is sitting on, meaning According to the builder, two identical buildings, buildings can be built, you know, next to this one, should you want to have that opportunity or you want to do something with the builder in order to build it. Um, so that's an upside, that's an opportunity there. There may be possibility to discount the price and slice the lot. So there is, you get a smaller lot and you keep one building and the builder Who's, who's the owner will keep the other lot and build on it in the future. So that's also a possibility, but this is something that we need to be 
um, determined with the city. So we're gonna assume this is not what we're focusing on right now. So we're talking about the location specifically, you know, the building, the price, the surrounding. Um, now, who can buy this one? So this opportunity, the down payment, because it's a commercial loan, and it's not just a commercial loan, it's called commercial loan, mixed use, non-owner occupied. What does it mean, non-owner occupied? Well, if you are local and you're buying uh, the building and you're occupying one of the units, residential or commercial, let's say you have an office and you just uh, run your business out of the, the office, that would be an owner occupied. I'm assuming obviously this is not the case here and it's a non-owner occupied. And I spoke with a one lender and I have a list of multiple lenders that can uh, help us and find the best uh, mortgage uh, option for this one. But my assumption is this, my main assumptions are, it's a 30% down. Um, we may be able to do 25, right? I have, there is an option to do 25% down, but 30% down is my assumption. Um, and 4% um, interest rate. So commercial loan is, um, commercial loan are typically a higher rate. Also the amortization schedule is also shorter than the residential, usually 15 to 20 years. So we have to incorporate that as well. There's different program, commercial has different programs, different options, uh, different rates. So it's a little bit more negotiable and we'll have to find each buyer, we'll have to find what's most suitable for them. I just wanna give a, a bit of a benchmark where we are with that. Uh, so we have, uh, uh, we do have one lender that we spoke to. We, we have a list of other lenders uh, that we can tap into and research and help you find the best loan or mortgage solution for what you're looking to do. So that's uh, one thing. Of course, this can be purchased because a commercial building uh, under an LLC. It can also be a brand new LLC. And please say, take everything I'm saying with a little bit of a, a concern or, or, or um, need to be verified kind of a information. One lender may have may say no problem LLC brand new, and another lender may say I can only lend to LLC that was that has an established business score, whatever. So I'm just saying it may vary from one lender to another, but typically commercial loans will work with buying into an LLC. Um, Assuming 30% down, and I also factored in a little bit of a, more of a re reserve, and I will explain that, you're looking at probably around $600,000 needed to acquire the building, mainly the down payment and some costs associated with uh, the appraisal and the loan processing, et cetera. So the, you're, you should be looking at around 600,000, maybe a little bit less if we're able to do 25% down. So we can obviously iron that as, as you know, as a buyer, uh, um, you know, uh, um, make sure it's a good fit to the right buyer. Who can buy into it? Well, you can, if you can uh, have the cash needed, you know, 600,000 um, and interested in buying something like this. Um, in the past, I was asked if a group of buyers can buy into this? And the simple answer is yes. The more complicated answer or the more full answer for this is if you are someone who's one of our clients and you wanna group some of your friends together, let's say, uh, I don't know, find uh, four friends, each putting $150,000 or so, you can definitely do that through an LLC. We are not looking to build a group and 
you know, kind of collect individuals into the, gather individuals into that group. It will be entirely up to you to kind of put everything together. Uh, we can give you some direction, suggestions, help with, uh, for, you know, doing the formation of the entity, etc. But we are not looking to be the, the organization who raises funds into this deal. Um, the lender that I spoke to did mention that if you have a multi-member LLC, each one of the members will have to be under, you know, uh, um, go through underwriting uh, and to kind of make sure they they can pretty much pay the, uh, you know, the expenses. So that's something to keep in mind. If you have a multi-member LLC, most likely each one of the members in the LLC will need to go through a qualification uh, process with the with the lender. Um, couple of things I want to mention on the commercial space and the leasing plan. The commercial space is set up for three units, okay? Three units. One of those units is already leased to a financial uh, uh, advisors um, that, that, and it's already ready and partition, well, almost ready. I've, I've seen it, partition, divided, layout, even painted in, in their own kind of company colors. So that's probably 85% uh, uh, ready for that tenant to move in. And it's pre-leased at 1900. So they already listed a while back at 1900, a discounted fee. Why a discounted fee? Because the pre-lease, you know, they kind of, you know, months in advance already uh, signed up for it. And um, um, so that they got a discount for that. The, uh, what's normally the standard with commercial spaces are you as the owner receive the space as in a, you know, in a very uh, uh, bare bone, you know, uh, um, finishes, basically not finish. So when I was there, I went into the commercial space. There were, it was divided into two parts. One part is the list part by the financial advisors and it's divided and set aside and it's finished according to their needs. The other part, which is basically two units, they're all open, open space, a big, big open space with the concrete walls on the side and the, you know, in the front with windows and, you know, a nice facade. Uh, but that's it. It's not, the builder is not going to be putting drywall or anything like that because what's uh, usually the, you know, happening with commercial spaces is the tenant that comes in pays for the, um, you know, to, to do the setup as they see fit, you know, how they want to divide it, what kind of floorings they want, you know, they need a, like a reception area or not reception area, whatever. So every tenant that comes in, usually they pay for to finish it up to their, um, how they want to set it up. That's the reason it's a one big space. It's not divided into two. So that gives a little bit of flexibility. Maybe there's a tenant who comes in and wants a smaller space, so it can be divided one way, or maybe there's a tenant who wants a bigger space, the entire space, and they pay for it. So the nice thing about it is that you don't have to come out of pocket or not expected to come out of pocket uh, to finish the commercial space. The tenant typically do that. Um, and then once they leave, let's say a tenant comes in, a commercial tenant comes in and they stayed four years or five years or whatever, and they move out, 
then you obviously get to keep that commercial, uh, that whatever they put in. So that's kind of a nice thing to have. Um, so the commercial space at the moment, it's one unit or one suite is ready. And the two others are just bare, um, you know, kind of builder grade, not even builder grade, just nothing. There's no, just walls, uh, not even drywalls. Now, according to the leasing, uh, because what I want to be able to do is pre-licit both commercial and residential as early as possible so we can have tenants in place or as many as possible in place as soon as you close on that property. So I already spoke to one property, to our property manager about the general plan. We have two paths to take we're here. We're not gonna explore them just yet, but I just wanna mention, we've already started the discussion. What do we need to do? And there's two paths we can take um, uh, once we kind of progress in this transaction in order to, in order to um, uh, pre-market this building, residential and commercial, and ideally have tenants in place or a waiting list or something um, before you close or as you close. So the goal is to minimize the vacancy. Right now, it's, it pretty much has all almost 100% vacancy besides one commercial unit. It's a nice. I What I did in the financials, I actually took the uh, one month of expenses and double, you know, and multiplied by four, which is about $40,000. I said, part of this transaction, part of your down payment, basically the 600,000 ish that I'm talking about, 40,000 out of it is just reserved for you to allocate into some personal account. So you can kind of navigate or be ready for the first four months or so until you have tenants in place. Uh, I don't know if it will take four months or more or less. You know, that, that's one of the unknowns here and we're doing things to mitigate it, but I'm just saying, Let's, you know, in order to mitigate that, we just added $40,000 worth of expenses. So you can assume that's part of the, you know, of the, of the cost of doing business and getting this building rented. Um, cash flow wise, this is a pretty, pretty good investment. You can see all the numbers in the, uh, um, in the opportunity page. Let us know, or let me know if you have any questions. Once again, I was there. I saw it with my own eyes. So that's, you know, definitely gives me the more confidence. Uh, you are obviously most welcome to travel out there throughout, um, you know, sooner or later. Uh, this is not something that needs to be, a uh, decision needs to be made today, but closing is anticipated in about four months or so, maybe a little bit less than four months. So hopefully um, take your time, read through all the opportunity information. There's a lot to, you know, uh, take here and maybe uh, give me a call if you have any questions so we can go through the things that are not that clear. Thanks for taking the time and talk to you soon. Bye-bye.